and welcome to a Relationship Rescue, the podcast. Every relationship begins with you. And after helping countless couples all over the world and individuals heal from their past, um, I really do realize and know, and I already did know this, but more and more I come to know this with 100% conviction in my heart that every relationship does begin with you. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. Everything relation every relationship begins with you. That includes your marriage, your work relationships, your relationships with your children, all of it. You know, and I've talked before in the past about, you know, not taking anything personally and making in some not making assumptions, you know, take try not to have expectations because when you have expectations, you know, to how somebody is going to do something, how they will react, what you want from them. That means you have an attachment to the expectation. And when they don't do, say, or be who you expect them to be, then that attachment that you have causes you to be angry, fearful, resentful. You know, there's a load of emotions that come with it. So, but what I've done, um, and I, I wrote this list about five years ago, is I, t- I took it a step further and I recreated what I call the 12 commandments of being an empowered person. Because remember, again, I'm going to say it, the relationship begins with you. Every relationship begins with you. How you show up to the relationship, how you show up to every relationship in your life is going to be indicative of how Uh, how you're experiencing life. So let's go through these 12 commandments, rules of being an empowered person. And I'm going to, you know, read these rules. And also you can, you know, when, um, after you've done, you're done listening to the podcast, the, um, if you're on Apple iTunes, the show notes um, will have all the rules in them. And you can also find them on my website, www.heathercatherinecarter.com. So let's get going. So again, I'm going to first read the rule. That I, as I have written it, and then I'm going to ex- explain a little bit about it. So number one, define clearly what you want to give to the world. You need to align yourself with professionalism, ethics, and show up as the highest standard of you every day. Okay, so that means you're going to surrender to the things you cannot con- that you can't control and let go of the things that you desperately want to con- control. You need to have faith and you need to have hope. Without hope, you have no faith. Without faith, you don't have hope. And then what happens when you have those things is you can surrender certain situations to the universe, God, however, whoever you call a higher being or a higher power. Okay. And then you can start living the life you're meant to live without the distractions because you're trusting that what you've surrendered, okay, what you can't control is being taken care of. Now, how can you trust and have faith that what you're surrendering is being taken care of? Well, when you show up every single day and you live within integrity and honor, professionalism, and you show up as that highest standard of yourself, there's nothing more you can do, right? Okay, you can only do so much. And when you show up every day as your best self, You can surrender those things that you desire and want and know that they are going to be yours in in time. At at the most unexpected hour, the things that you desire will appear. 
I know this to be 100% true. Your job is rule number one. Define clearly what you want to give to the world and align yourself with that. Now, how does this relate to the relationship, to the marriage? Well, what define clearly what you want in your marriage, in your relationship. What is it that you desire? You know the answer, okay? So I want you to answer it. Now, what you desire in the relationship is possible. Now, how is that going to be possible? Well, you need to show up to your relationship uh, with integrity, honesty, understanding, compassion, empathy, all of those things as your highest self. See, most of us show up to our relationship as the angry, resentful person that is, you know, in the middle of power struggles all the time. We don't have the compassion and the empathy. We don't show up with integrity and honor. We show up ready for a fight. So you need to align yourself with the relationship you're desiring and you need to walk into that relationship, into your marriage every day as that person. So number two, establish and maintain clear boundaries to ensure great relationships with everyone in your life. Now that does include everyone for today and for this podcast, we're talking about, you know, marriage relationships. Everybody needs to set boundaries. Okay. Boundaries are just, um, they're your limitations on what you will accept physically, mentally, and emotionally. Now, the people that are get really angry when you set boundaries are the people that are always busting through your boundaries, who don't respect your boundaries. Those are the people that are going to get angry. And when you set the boundaries, if they start to get angry, what you need to do is not engage and say, I'm sorry, this don't, no, do not apologize. Sorry, I'm taking that back. Say, this is what my boundary, this is what I need and walk away, go take a walk, go do whatever you have to do. Because here's the thing, when you, when somebody is upset at the boundary that you're setting, okay, that means that if you start engaging with them and arguing or, you know, having a disagreement of why you're setting this boundary and why they don't like it, that shows a weakness in your boundary. That shows that you're willing to talk about it and maybe change it. Now, when a person sees a weakness in a boundary, they they just oh they grab onto it, and and it's it's impossible. It's nearly impossible to keep the boundary in place. And I will do um I will go over boundaries on a separate podcast because they are so important. Number three, build rapport. Okay, what does that mean? That means build rapport with your coworkers, business partners, you know, um, even other parents of, the, of your children's friends, um, anyone in your life that you have to deal with, okay, outside the family and inside the family, and especially with your partner or your spouse. Well, how do you build rapport? What, you know, how, how do you do that? Well, you come to the relationship open-minded, you come rapport, you, you, you under, you try to understand what they're saying. You listen, you sympathize with them. That's how you're building rapport. You don't come into a conversation, um, ready to argue. You don't come into a conversation, ready to defend yourself. You don't come into the conversation, ready to tell them what to do to give solutions. No, you're building rapport. You're empathizing, you're listening. And now this is important for everybody in your life, but most especially your partner. Right. Okay. So moving on. Number four, deepen your intuition. When you do this, you will be more confident in your decisions, less stressed, and your anxiety will start to dissipate. 
You will know that you are making the right decision and not question yourself. This is something that I work with my clients um, a lot on. And we really get to this in about week seven. And see, intuition, what we believe is our, is our intuition is we base it off of emotions and intuition is not an emotional response. Intuition is a feeling. You see, an emotion comes from a thought. Where does your thought come from? A thought comes from a belief system. Most of our belief systems are self-limiting, okay? Meaning they're limited beliefs that we have developed over years and years and years of programming from when we were young. And what we do is we believe we bring this belief system with us into adulthood. So by the time we be, are adults and we're in an adult relationship, where our reactions are coming from a place of emotion. And I'm going to say it one more time. That emotion comes from a thought and the thought comes from the belief. So what I have to do with my clients is we first have to Reprogram. We have to change the self-limiting beliefs that are no longer serving them, give them new beliefs so they can start to actually access their intuition. We usually do this through meditation and other, in other, um, well, actually many other ways. But now what that, what does that mean for your relationship? That means that you're not going to react based on the emotional response. The one that the hurt child, the inner child that might not have been healed or the, you know, is, is, um, reacting to, you're not going to, you're going to be calmer, a lot calmer and in your, and your emotions aren't going to be all over the place. You're going to just be calm and you're going to be able to get in tune with your feelings. Okay. It's a feeling. So deepen your intuition. Number five. Listen actively. Now, this is important. You want to be fully present and pay attention to whomever you are speaking with or dealing with within that present moment. You will fully understand what is being said to you and how you would like to respond. Okay, so now here's the thing. When I say how you would like to respond, you know, I know you've heard that people um, will tell you, don't um, listen to respond and you should not. Okay. So that's not what this is saying. <laughs> so this, this is saying that you're going to be listening so, um, actively and you're going to be present. You're going to be paying attention that before you respond, you're actually going to fully understand what is being said to you. See, because now when most people listen to respond, they're not actively listening, they're passively listening. And there's a difference when you're actively listening you're paying attention. You're not just listening to respond. When you're when you're passively listening, you're just waiting to respond, waiting to say what you want to say. No, 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 we can't do that, especially in your relationship. You need to listen to what your partner is saying. And only then can you respond. Now, let's say you're listening, where this is going to bring us to number 6. Okay? So you're you're listening, but you want to respond but you can't because you don't really understand what they're saying. Okay. And many couples get stuck here because we all have different communication styles. We all have different um, ways of um, not just communicating, but the way we comprehend what is being said to us. Okay. So if you are listening and you don't understand what's being said, let's go to number six, ask questions. If you do not understand something, you will ask for it to be explained. See, this way you never walk away from any situation confused, angry, or resentful. 
So instead of, you know, and that's what so many of us do. We, you know, especially in our relationships, we we're listening and we react and we say something that is, you know, coming from an emotion and we don't even really understand what was being said, but instead of being an empowered person, because an empowered person will ask the question. So what I'm hearing you say is this, did you mean this? Can you explain this further? That is how your communication is going to become clearer and clearer with your partner. Which brings us to number seven, communicate directly. You need to use clear, powerful language in all your dealings that eliminate confusion, it maintains focus, and it has the greatest positive impact on the situation at hand. So whatever it is that you are discussing or want to discuss with your spouse, your partner, it, you need to communicate it directly. Use clear and concise language. Use I statements. I statements aren't egomaniac statements. Use statements like, I feel, I would like, I want. See, that is communicating clearly. You're not beating around the bush. You're not, you know, sidestepping things. Communicate clearly. And when you start communicating clearly, then guess what? The comprehension, the way your spouse comprehends what you're saying or partner becomes clearer. And then your communication starts getting better and better and better. So number um, eight, be curious. Okay. Now this means, so let's, and this is within your relationship, but also outside of the relationship. If you don't know the answer to something, you're going to find it. Okay. I am the queen of Google <laughs> of, of how to's on YouTube, you know, and book reading all of them, all of them take the bulls by the horn. You know what? Always strive to be learning, not quitting because you don't understand something. Just don't, Oh, forget it. I don't understand. It. No, be curious. You know, curious people are smart people. Curious people are engaged people. Curious people have great relationships because you know what? They're also active listeners. They ask questions. So start being curious. It's, it's, it's fabulous. I am probably the, one of the most curious people you will meet. And I love it. And, and you know, in over all the years of my curiosity and the reading and everything I've done, the knowledge and the wisdom that I've gained from it is massive and it helps me help you. It helps me help my clients. And so be curious in your relationship, be curious in your, at work. Okay. So number nine, design empowered action steps. So you're going to start planning, you know, your days ahead of time, stick with routine, your morning routine, get set goals, have a plan to reach those goals within a certain time frame. I love goal setting. You know, the most successful people have goals. You know, I, I actually teach a, a 21 day challenge. There's a 21 day challenge I offer that is all about goal setting and how to get to reach that goal. That's all it is. It's that's the entire class. And when you know that information and you do it, your life will change. If I didn't have goals that I set daily, I can't imagine what I would be. Now, now does that mean that um, I would, you know, that the, that if I don't meet, you know, get to the goal that I'm, you know, down on myself? No, because goals have to be smart goals. You've heard it. S-M-A-R-T, smart, smart goals. 
you know, set smart goals, you know, they, they have to be, um, manageable. You know, you have to be able to do it in a timely manner. I'm trying to think of what the, all of the, the letters stand for. Um, but that's how we, you know, you, you can't be unrealistic. You know, they have to be realistic, attainable. That's it. Measurable, attainable, realistic, timely. And I just can't remember the S. So you set goals now. And that means within your relationship, too. You know, like, honey, we're going to each read this book by the end of the week or, or let's let's try to run a uh, let's run a marathon together. Let's you know, what can you guys do together? What goals can you set together? We would like to buy a house within five years. So we're going to start saving this much money every week. Forget Starbucks coffee, five dollars a day. I don't know. You know, what are your goals? Maybe it's a vacation. Create goals within the relationship that you guys can have fun do you know trying to meet together that's just going to bring you closer you know I, I i we i talk about with my couples all the time about the fact that you know you're disconnected right now and my job is to connect you back i need for you to get that connection back so i offer so many different ways of of connecting and one of them is set some goals together you know try try that so then number uh 10 is hold yourself accountable and that's the biggest thing that I do now is I hold myself accountable. You know, one of the things I taught my children um, early on was consequences, consequences to actions. And when they discovered that the consequences to the actions that they, you know, that they didn't like, what, what they realized was, you know what, they weren't holding themselves accountable. And so when you don't hold yourself accountable, the, the actions that you take aren't always the best actions. And that is the same within your relationship, you know? Um, so in how does that, how do you show up to your relationship and hold yourself accountable? Well, this is how you do it. Now, let's say you're, you're working on, you know, your spouse feels that you're critical of them all the time. You're always criticizing them or they don't like the way you talk to them or you, um, you like, you, you would like to go do more of something and they would like to do something else. Well, hold yourself accountable. Okay. So meaning let's say you're, let's just, let's, let's go with the, 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 your spouse doesn't like the way you talk to them. Well, look within, how do you talk to them? Is, is your, is your style of communication right now because you have anger and resentment? Is it um, disrespectful? Is it? I mean, you know, so I, most of the couples, by the time I get to them, there, there is a lot of disrespect in there. There's a lot of, um, you know, passive aggressive behavior. Well, when you start holding yourself accountable, I mean, I, I, I see what I do. See, the, here's this first step to change. Change happens when you acknowledge that something needs to be changed. That's the first step. And then the second step is when the pain of staying the same becomes harder than change itself, then you take action. Now, how do you actually, once you do those two steps and you start the process of change, you have to hold yourself accountable. Or else you won't change the things that are not serving you. So, so how you're going to do that is if, let's say, you're talking to your spouse in passive-aggressive manners, well, you need to hold yourself accountable. Before you speak something, you have to ask yourself when it's coming out of your mouth, is this passive-aggressive? Am I being kind? Am I being disrespectful? Hold yourself accountable. Okay, number um, 11, trust yourself. Okay, you need to start learning to what is best for you. You know, um, celebrate your momentum. Even if you don't believe that you you know enough, you're good enough, learn to trust yourself. 
that you are actually equipped with everything you need in life. You know, I, I tell people that we all have a genetic thumbprint, right? Nobody else has your thumbprint. Nobody has my thumbprint. My thumbprint, Heather Carter, I'm the only person in this world that has that thumbprint. Wow. Okay. Now, when I was born, I was, I was equipped with everything I need to get through my life. And so were you. Okay. Now, within that genetic thumbprint, here's the greatest thing. We all have what I call taken talents. We all have special gifts. Now, let's say you're a singer and you, you, you are an excellent singer, but there's, and you tell me, Heather, there's a million other singers in the world. I'm nothing special. Nobody sings like you. Nobody does something like you. Your partner and you picked each other because you're you and that, and your partner is them and, and, and you're special. You are special. You are good enough and you are, you, you need to start trusting yourself because when you start trusting yourself, that means you're open, more open-minded. You're not closed-minded. You see, closed-minded people lack confidence. They don't trust themselves. They try to, you know, stick with one idea, one thing. Well, open-minded people trust themselves. They, they trust that they can see the world in the, in the gray areas, that they don't live in black and white. And that's the same within their relationship. They can see all sides of it because they trust themselves. Start trusting yourself. And number 12, the final one is have fun. And that's the one most of us forget. If you're not having fun in your relationship, you're in trouble. And if you're not having fun within your life, you're not living. We are meant to have fun. We are meant to, to experience everything great in this world. We are meant to live every day, happy, peaceful, in love. You know, those are the greatest gifts that we have been given and we do not utilize them. What is stopping you from having fun? And I'm going to tell you right now, whatever you said to that question is an excuse. You just made an excuse. So stop the excuses. Start having fun. Find self-love. Learn to put yourself first. You know, one thing I did when my kids were little, I, I had to, I needed to um, have me time. I had to. And I never felt guilty about it. Ever. Life is about loving yourself because when you love yourself, you can love other people. You see, we can only give to others what we have inside of ourselves to give. So if you have love inside of yourself to give, you're going to give love to your partner, to your children, to the world. Now, how do you get love inside of yourself to give out to others through self-love? through doing things for yourself, for being there for yourself, for, for doing things that are going to make you better, wiser, more knowledgeable, happier, healthier. That's how. And then when you are having fun and you're doing all of these things and you are acquiring self-love, then you show up to your relationship as a healthy, loving person. And your partner will embrace that. And the connection will start to happen. See, because when you show up to life angry and resentful and bored and, and complaining and poor me and I'm the victim and uh, yuck. That's how you show up to your relationship. That's how you show up to your job. That's how you show up to every part of your life. So if your life sucks, what, what, what have you been doing lately? You know, ask yourself, what choices have I made? And if I, have I had any fun, you know, we'll go more into that in a different podcast, but 
So these are my rules. I live by these rules. And you know what? I live a really happy, amazing life. And it wasn't always that way. I've been studying personal development for 30 years. And I can tell you that we are meant to be here and to have everything we want, to be whoever we want to be, and to do what we want to do. But first, you have to start showing up. So thank you for listening to Relationship Rescue, the podcast. It all begins with you. Be sure to go to the website. You know, there's free downloads in there that are going to help you. Um, show notes. You know, and I always offer a free 60-minute call, you know, to, to anyone to see if I can help you personally, individually, or your relationship. You know, I concentrate on when, when we're working with a couple, we concentrate on saving the relationship and or a successful even separation and then with uh, with individuals I, you know so much healing work which which ends up healing your relationship so again go ahead over to my website you can schedule a free clarity call there and um or you can simply email me at heather at heathercatherinecarter.com carter catherine is with a c thank you and until next time stay safe